Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of A Sip of Coffee. It's a place where we talk about faith, family, fitness, and finance. My name is David. And I'm Priscilla. And and we we are are the the Coffees. Coffees. Listen, today's episode is going to be absolutely amazing. I hope you're ready. Oh yeah, but before we get into the episode, I need you to do three things for me. Right after the episode, I need you to go and visit wearethecoffees.com. Got it? That's wearethecoffees.com. You gotta check out the website. You're gonna love it. It's full of inspiration, encouragement, education, and empowerment. I'm telling you, it was designed specifically for you. Number two, I need for you to subscribe to the podcast. Wherever you're listening to it, go ahead and subscribe. And number three is give us a great review. All right. With that being said, let's get to it. Let's go. Hey, everybody. As always, we have another great show for you today. Uh, These last few episodes have been absolutely amazing, and I'm looking forward to getting to this one. Uh, Listen, today we're going to be talking about our natural gifts, aka our talents. We're going to be talking about how your gifts serve a greater purpose than you even realize. But of course, before we get into the show, we like to start you off with a quality quote. Check it out. Absolutely. God has wonderfully made you different. So use your gift to make a wonderful difference. Ernest Yaboa. I'm going to read it again. God has wonderfully made you different. So use your gift to make a wonderful difference. I love that quote because it's, it's awesome. not just saying, you know, that you are made different. It's saying that you should use your gift to make a difference. Yeah. And I just, I believe that because I believe that we're gifted to make a difference in this world. And uh, it wasn't a mistake. It wasn't a coincidence that God gifted us the way that he did. And so uh, for those who are unfamiliar with the term, you know, gift, a lot of times we use it interchangeably with talent, so on and so forth. And I want to make a quick distinction. We're not going to be talking about spiritual gifts today. Uh, we're, we're mostly going to talk about our natural God-given gifts uh, that we uh, most of the time just call talents that we have naturally when we're born from the beginning. So let's give a little bit of a definition uh, to what we mean when we say gifts. Okay. A gift is a natural talent given by God, and it allows a person to uniquely operate on a higher level than most. This same talent can be used by an ordinary person to do extraordinary things. It fully becomes a gift when it is shared with other people. That is so good. And so to kind of just summarize it, like our gifts that we have, these talents that we're talking about, these are things that like you may end up working on them, but even if you didn't, you're just good at it. Like this is something that at three years old you could do. Like, (laughs) you know, this is something that other people possibly struggle to do, but you could do it in your sleep. You could do it. You could just walk up on stage and just get it done because you're so gifted. You're so good at it. And it's not something that you, um, you know, necessarily worked years and years on, although you may have, it's just something that you were born with. And an example, of course, one of the biggest examples, obviously, or more popular examples is somebody who can really sing. There are some people that could just blow. I'm talking, they got pipes, like they can really sing. They've had no vocal training. Uh, They can just, they could just sing. I mean, it just, 
I mean, they could just, I mean, literally just sit down at a table and just blow. They could just sing, you know? It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. If I could sing like that, I would Listen. never stop. I would, like, be singing every word. They'd have to shut me up. <laughs> I would be singing commercial jingles. I would be singing, uh, like, just conversation. sitcom just, just intro. What we're talking right now, I would be singing it. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I would... Oh, sing! I mean, because because you know when somebody who has the gift of singing, they could sing and just just I mean they could bring you to tears. Like I've heard people sing the natural the the national anthem, should I say? And my eyes start watering up a little bit. I'm like, man, they can sing. Man, sometimes people sing and make your body shake. You Give just, you the chills and can like, oh my god, that was amazing. <laughs> so for me, um. My discovery of my gifts um, was, it was a real journey for me. It's something that I didn't even know was going to need discovering. Usually when you um, hear about famous people, they typically are at a place where you look at them and say, oh, they know what their gift is. Mm -hmm. But we don't realize that they also had to go through a journey of discovering what their gift is. That's how they got to where they were. And I went through that journey myself, but at the time, I didn't know that it was a journey, you know? Mm. And so, uh, for example... When I was younger, uh, one of the things that I ended up realizing that I was gifted in was just the gift of encouragement and just kindness. Like, and what I mean is I know everybody should be encouraging to people and everybody should be kind to people, but just from a little kid, it was, I was passionate about it and I was really good at just making people happy. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just talking about doing random things that are not connected to anything specific. I'm talking about being very intentional about being kind and bringing an encouragement word to people. Mm-hmm. And again, not until I got older did I realize, oh, wow, this is a gift. Like, yeah. you know, and I, when I look back on my childhood, I'm like, that's why I wanted to do that. That's why I did that. And people would be like, where did you get that from? Or why did you even think to do that? You know, as a matter of fact, I would be so kind that I was the kid that people would be looking at like, he, he trying to kiss up to the teacher. <laughs> trying, but I really wasn't. I wasn't trying to get favor from her. I literally was just trying to be kind because I could see that she was having a tough time with the class. So I was that kid that would try to do something nice to make her happy. Mm -hmm. I would do that in a variety of ways. And of course, as you can imagine, sometimes my siblings and my cousins, it would be kind of annoying to them. (laughs) But I wasn't trying to be annoying. I was just trying to be nice to people. And so that was one of the gifts that I was able to identify later on in life. And to this day. Uh, God has just given me the ability to be um, super encouraging to people and just oh, yeah. uplift their spirits uh, with kindness and with uh, different levels of generosity. I love it. So uh, I won't get into my other gift right now. I want to. I really want to hear what, what you have to say <laughs> and, and what what your gift is. Well, I would say that when when I was a kid, we want to talk about from when we were born. Uh-huh. When I was a kid, um, I was I danced like. <laughs> Dance, Nobody dance, would dance. think about that as a gift, though, but because it's something that you naturally are able to do and do well, right? Mm-hmm. So I was the kid that that your mom would call out at company when mm-hmm. company comes over and be like, look at my baby, mm-hmm. and turn on some music, and I'd be just dancing, going to town. And um, that just brought so much joy to other people. But even to... To this day and throughout my life, dancing sparks so much joy in me, so mm-hmm. much peace in me. Uh, obviously, it's an amazing uh, physical exercise. You know, it's amazing for that. 
but it does spark so much creativity in me. Absolutely. I feel good when I dance, you know, emotionally, you know, physically and spiritually. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. So I would say, yes, now in my life, I could see that that is a gift. Yes. Back then, I didn't see that. Right. <laughs> but Definitely a gift. No doubt. There's one part of it that she left out. She could dance so good and she danced so much that her family nicknamed her Boogie. <laughs> To this day, her grown cousins, grown family, they, they call her Boogie. They do. Because she could boogie. You hear me? <laughs> she could get it. You understand? Like, I mean, she can dance. I mean, and so, but the thing is, when you're that good at something, you don't necessarily recognize everybody who can't do it as well as you. You may notice that a person can't dance, but you don't realize that what you're doing is amazing. It's It's extraordinary. It's like... Wow, like you know, like right. you just think it's regular, you just right. think it's normal because you can do it so good. But it is a gift that God gave you, and I'm glad you said it brought you joy and it brings other people joy too because they're exactly. looking at you like, Man, she could dance, like yeah. they don't they don't want to stop the music because they like keep her dancing because yeah. it's making me happy, you know. Because I like I love dancing, I love dancing, but I love to watch other dancers. You do, this is true. This you go crazy when somebody can really dance. When we're watching someone on TV and somebody is getting it, I can see your eyes light up. You be like, all my attention. You be, oh my goodness, you get so excited. As a matter of fact, when we we, we used to watch um, World of Dance, World of Dance. Oh, uh, when the when the when the, the twins, twins. Oh my, you goodness. would be screaming, you would be hollering. I remember. Oh, they're such good dancers. Yeah, yeah, and that's a gift. It's a gift, and so. Um, I just think it's important that we understand that, um, that we have gifts and which kind of leads me back into the discovery of your gifts. Right. Mm -hmm. One of the other gifts that I have is communication and speaking. Right. Yeah. Well, I didn't know I had that. So growing up, I, I didn't just know like that I had that gift, mm -hmm. but there were certain things that pulled it out of me and I discovered it through serving and working, serving in church and working a, a job. I realized that I had that gift. But I thought it was just normal. I thought everybody could do it. Anybody could do it. <laughs> but I didn't realize it was a gift. And um, there's a couple of different incidents that took place uh, that really, you know, let me know that I was a gifted speaker and a gifted communicator. And that was uh, one. One of them was when I was in speech class in college. Right. I was in speech class and I, uh, you know, they, they have you learning how to do an intro, learning mm -hmm. how to make eye contact and everything. And I remember getting, I remember watching my classmates and they were shaking in their boots. They were so scared. Like, I mean, and you could, you could, um, literally see it, but you could also hear it in their voice, like that shakiness. Mm -hmm. I mean, where they're, they're just really, really scared the entire speech. And I remember thinking like, man, I, I don't, it was almost making me nervous. Cause I'm like, man, I don't want to get up there and do that. And so I ended up giving my speech, but when I first started off, I was a little nervous just because of the moment. But once I started, I just, it was like, I was just flowing. Like, I, I mean, I gave my speech and I, I did it. I felt good about yeah. it. Uh, I didn't feel great about it, but I felt good about it. I felt like I did a good job. Well, the class practically gave me a standing ovation. <laughs> and the teacher put me to the side of the class and was like, man, this is what you're called to do. Like, this, you should be doing, like, you, 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 sh you don't even need to be in this class. Like, you. <laughs> You're good. Like you, you've got it. You have it. Wow. Like you did it. And I'm just like, really? Like I, even after he said that, I was like, get out of here. Like what? Mm. Like, 
come on now. Like, you know, but it was just like, it gave me confidence. And then the second uh, situation that occurred, I was at St. James CME Church and Pastor West had asked for like five or six of the youth to kind of uh, give like, um, you know, some some uh, insight to some particular scriptures. I don't remember if it was Christmas mm -hmm. or if it was Easter. I don't remember right offhand, but I remember we we talked about different people went ahead of me and I went after some people. But when I got up there, I mean, literally now I look back, I was I just started preaching pretty oh, much. Wow. Pretty much. I was preaching. And I remember like they were standing up and clapping and they were just like in shock. Like we didn't know that all of this was in you. And I remember people coming up to me afterwards, like where you been hiding that? Like we didn't know you could speak like that. We didn't we had no idea. And even then I was just like I, I didn't see it as much as a gift because I was like, that was easy. Like that wasn't yeah. that didn't seem that hard. That just seemed normal, you know. And I gotta be honest with you, I give so much credit to the development of that gift to my mom. Yeah. The gift of communication. I, I, I really give so much credit to my mom and the developmental stages of my life because when me and my sister were little, she made us talk to people. Like literally she would be like, like not, not, uh, let me say this. She didn't just make us talk to people. She allowed us to talk to people. So like we would just talk to people, but she also would put us on the phone with people, adults from all walks of life. Mm. And we would be nervous, but we would do it. So we would talk to people who, um, had a sophisticated, you know, level of, of you know, their vocabulary. And yeah. we talked to people who just talk slang. Like we really right. talked to a lot of people. So my mom really helped me to develop the skill set of being able to cross culturally communicate. And so she really helped the development of my gift. So I don't want to take up too much time, but I wanted to share that part because that was how I discovered uh, my gift of speaking and my gift of encouragement and stuff like that. That's, so, that's amazing. Know. That's amazing. We never know. Um, how things will evolve, you know, and it starts out at one place and it takes us someplace totally different that we wouldn't have ever imagined years down the road. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about that and I, okay, so I want to kind of mix this a little bit, this, this gift right here, because you were talking about communicating and I was that kid in okay. school on my report card. If anybody remember report cards. You was a talker, wasn't you? I would, I would get good grades, but I always, <laughs> on every report card, there'd be a note on there, like, she talks, she, talk she too talks much. too much. Too much. <laughs> she talks too much. And so, I, I, I would just say that I have a, an ability to connect with people. Mm -hmm. You know, in various ways. I do love connecting um, with people. And um, so that showed up and obviously talking too much, but um, it showed up in me having like this boldness and courageousness to just do stuff, you know, like I could see like how in, in elementary school, how I would just boldly do things with no fear mm -hmm. um, or in high school, um, how I would uh, do things with no fear that I've never done before, but get up and speak before the entire school mm -hmm. or... Um, Hold on, I don't want to cut you off. This is really important. You told me a phenomenal story about that. You, this, if you don't mind, hit it really quick. I didn't even notice you did a spoken word at your assembly or something like that. Remember? I did, and it was at the last minute, actually. That's <laughs> so, crazy. Um, I was... 
it was my English teacher um, had been working with someone, I guess, and preparing them to do this spoken word uh, for the school assembly. Uh-huh. And the person didn't come to school. Didn't that day. show up. They didn't come to school that day. And she must have saw something in me. And she said, will you do it? Will you do this particular speech? And I was like, okay. And she gave me the paper. She she handed wow. me the she handed me the speech and I looked at it and then I went on in there and and did it and like you it, didn't you? with feeling with everything like it was so great like everybody in the place was going off wow. so I I guess I you know I I became well known at uh-huh. that point I was a freshman. Too. Wow. Yeah, I was that's a freshman. I was wow. a freshman, but that's exactly what I'm talking that about. Boldness, like yeah. that bonus. Like I didn't have any fear um, to do that, to do something new, yeah. to do something I never done before, do something in front of people. Just couldn't because that was like for me. I'm reading this paper, but I'm I'm really speaking dramatically, and I'm connecting with the crowd. Yeah. I'm connecting with people, and that was fun. I even um, became uh drum major band major mm. right when the older classmates uh they aged out i just auditioned for it and got it and why i was just bold wow. i just did it and i could dance and i yep. you know <laughs> so it was just amazing but that evolved that's like you talked about your gift like how you grow and um how different things develop you. Mm-hmm. I believe that part of my connecting with people was developed even from that stage yeah. in life yeah. from high school uh, because I went to a performing arts school. Right. And so I learned how to connect with people. And then, you know, over the years, here we are, and I'm, and we're doing podcasts and we're preaching and yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're connecting with people in so many ways. I wouldn't have thought that I would be doing this, but it just goes to show that how that natural ability that God gave me, that natural boldness and ability to connect with people, it will blossom yeah. And show up in so many ways throughout your lifetime. Absolutely. And I think it's important that everybody listening understands that, you know, sometimes your gift is going to show up in different ways in different seasons of your Mm -hmm. life. And there's certain environments and atmospheres that pull your gift out more than in others. And so, uh, you know, I want to I want to say something. You know what? Before we go, to because this is I was getting ready to go into the next portion of the podcast, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to miss this. I believe that another one of your gifts is caregiving, Yeah, you know, and just, just briefly kind of just share, like, would you agree with that? First of all, would you agree with that? But like, no, how yeah. did you, how did you come to that? You know, that understanding that you, like you love caring for people. So obviously like as a kid, I, as a kid, I didn't know that, but in my early adulthood, um, I was working my first job as an adult, like I worked all while I was a kid. <laughs> I used to work summer jobs all the time, but I, um, I went to, I, I got training to be a CNA because I was an adult and I needed to make some money. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I went into this training and I learned how, and I was, I started working for a nursing home, working in a nursing home and 
Oh my goodness. I loved it so much. <laughs> I had no idea. Like, I had never, I didn't grow up in a world of caregiving. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up, you know, where my my grandma took care of people or nothing like that. Or where I was surrounded or even introduced to that. But I was introduced to that because I saw an ad in the paper uh-huh. about this free training to be a CNA and you get a certificate if you work for the company for a year. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll do it. I did. I loved you it. loved it. I loved it so much. I love being with the people. I love caring for the people. I love like dressing them up in their favorite, their, their the prettiest and their favorite clothes. I love spending time with them, hearing them talk to me. You know what? I, I, I would just go to work excited, happy, smiling. And I connected with the nurses. Uh, they would do wound care and I would just sit right with them. I would want to help them all the time. Um, and I thought that I wanted to be a nurse from mm-hmm. that. I thought I wanted to be a nurse from that because I was like, I like taking care of, of people. I'm not afraid of blood. I like helping people who are hurting. So I was like, I'm going, I'm going to be a nurse. I'm going to go to school to do that. I went to a community college right in town and I finished my gen eds and I applied for the nursing program and I got accepted, but I didn't go in. Um, and then when we moved to Minnesota, I was thinking, you know, I was thinking I wanted to be a nurse, but I think maybe I want to be a emergency medical professor. Like I want to be a ambulance worker. (laughs) I want to be an EMT. You know, I want to be able to help people in crisis. I want to be able to help people, you know, when they're at their hardest points, I'm not afraid of black, hold their wound and, you know, stop the bleeding and let them focus on me. And while we're talking and, and keep them calm, you know, and all of this, I'm thinking like, I could do this. This would be great. This would be good. This would be fun. This would be so good. And, you know, that whole thing even evolved more into me um, doing counseling. Because mm-hmm. I, 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 I more so realized, like, it's not necessarily that I want to care for people physically. But when I, so I went to school to, um, because I had the situation where I was like so devastated and um, because um, my nephew um, had committed suicide. My heart was so broken and I was a, um, this is a long story. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's but okay. I people people want to hear this. Trust me. Yeah. I was uh, working as a chaplain in the hospital and, um, the head chaplain, he was just checking on me and he's asking me if I was okay. And um, I told him I was, I was all right. Uh, I'm doing okay, sometimes better than others. And he asked how my sister was doing and I said, she's not doing so well. You Like, she's not doing that good at all. And he said, well, if you could get her to do any kind of exercise, it would, it would help her so much because not only is she dealing with... Um, uh, the crisis of her son, you know, leaving in such a devastating way. Um, she's also dealing with a chemical imbalance. And at that moment I thought, Oh my goodness. I felt like I had been given such a great gift. I felt like a light bulb came on in my head and I knew that I needed to go back to school. So I went to school for psychology and crisis counseling because 
I wanted to be able to uh, marry the spiritual with the practical because I had right. been ministering and caring for and counseling, spiritual counseling uh, for people in the ministry because we had been in ministry for so long. But when that happened, I was like, I need to marry this together so that I can help people better. And so that thing enlivened in me again mm -hmm. to help people, to yep. help wounded people. But it was wounds that you can't see. Right, right. There's like emotional wounds. And so I was like, oh, I need to do this. So I, I did that. And then I continued on to my master's degree to pastoral counseling, crisis response and trauma, because it was that very same thing. I went to school and I thought, listen, I, I loved it so much. I had no idea mm -hmm. that I would love doing what I, and then I was able to practice it while I was learning it. I was able to implement it. I was able to care for people in this way as I was learning it because we still had the church and we were, I was still caring for yep, people yep. and counseling people. And I'm like, I was introduced to this whole other world where it feels like now I can finally see, you know, this gift that I've been operating in this, like I, it came yeah. full circle for yeah. me of how this caring had been going on in my heart and in my mind for so many years. And then I was able to finally, it was able to finally come together in the form of counseling and caring for people um, emotionally, you know, people who are emotionally wounded. And mm -hmm. I'm like, so I'm still blown. I'm blown away right now. I'm still blown yeah, away yeah. that I get to do this. My, my, my. That's so good. That's so good. And I know that there are people who are listening and you can hear us. You can hear our confidence oozing, you know, through uh, through the microphone. But we want to let you know that this was a journey. This was a, a journey of discovering our gifts. And so if you feel like, man, you're still working on that or you're not really sure where some of your natural gifts are, that's OK. You just yeah. uh, stay, you know, keep keep living, keep working, keep serving and you'll begin to discover those gifts. And it's really important because it's connected to your purpose as well. And I also want to say this. I want to encourage you with this. If you're someone who you, you you're beginning to identify your gifts. Uh, and you kind of feel like your gift is not that important. Don't listen to that negative voice. That's right. Your gift is important just because it's not considered a really popular gift like singing or speaking or, you know, things that people consider, you know, the most popular gifts. That's OK. You, what you do is necessary. What yes. you do is super, super, super important. So don't put yourself down. Don't downplay your gift again. Like for years, I didn't think the gift of encouragement was that important. I just thought it was just being, you know, kind to people. And it was just normal to me. But over the years, people have come to me and talked about what a blessing I've been to their life. And can you imagine how many people are looking for you to operate in your gift, you know? And so don't downplay your gift. Don't look at yourself like, well, my gift is not big enough to, you know, no, celebrate what God has given you. Celebrate the gift that God has placed on the inside of you, you know? Right. Cause like we said earlier, your gift is not just for you, but it's for other people, you know, and giving our gifts to other people, it, it blesses the world. You That's know, right. we, God placed us here and he placed certain things on the inside of us to give, to make an impact in this world. And uh, the people who are around us, you know, 
our sphere of influence, you yep. know, we're not expected to touch people that we'll never touch. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. But everybody that we do touch, we're expected to make some sort of impact in their life. And it may as well be a good one. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a scripture in Proverbs in Proverbs 18, verse 16, that says your gift will make room for you mm-hmm. and bring you into the presence of great people. Uh, let me read it again. Your gift will make room for you and bring you into the presence of great people. I love this particular uh, verse uh, and I kind of want to break down the dual meaning uh, because over the years, typically uh, it's only been talked about as a way of um, whatever your talent is. Kind of like when someone mm-hmm. says your gift is going to make room for you, be- right. meaning that your talent or your ability is going to get you through certain doors. It's mm-hmm. going to make room for you. And that's absolutely true. Uh, but the original meaning of it is basically you offering a gift to someone and that gift that you offer is what is going to make room for you. It's going to bring you into a room of great people. And it's kind of a dual meaning yet the same meaning. So it's like you have a gift that God has given you. And God is saying that if you give this to others, then it's going to put you in rooms that you wouldn't have been able to get into if you weren't using your gift. Right. So it's kind of a dual meaning. You, you literally are taking the gift that you've been given and giving it to someone else. And when you give that gift, whether it's uh, literally a monetary gift or whether it is your natural talent that God mm-hmm. has given you, when you offer that or share that with the world, it will automatically put you in rooms that you wouldn't have been able to get into if you weren't operating in your gift. And so it's so important that we understand that dual meaning of understanding that our gift is a gift because it came from God. Mm-hmm. God freely gave it to us, but it's also a gift because we're giving it to other people. That's good. That's so good. That is so, so good. Wow. I'm excited. This is good. This is a good. I I really hope that many people are being blessed by this. Um, I also wanted to say this. This is important, too. Uh, It's important that we practice and develop skills that are connected to our gift, Mm -hmm. because as much as we're talking about this being something that you're naturally good at, uh, I believe in order for us to be the most effective, even the things that we're good at, we still need to practice. We need to develop those skills. Uh, me, for an example, again, I've been gifted at speaking for a long time, but I can always tell when I haven't spoken for a long time. Like mm-hmm. you have to practice. You have to do even if you're gifted in it, you still have to practice. And even singers will tell you the same thing. They, they sing really, really great, you know, at any given moment. But they sing so much better when they've rehearsed, yes. when they prepared. Yes. And I can tell you now, preparation definitely Ooh. produces confidence. It Absolutely. breeds confidence. When you feel prepared, no matter how talented you are, you feel confident because you've worked on your craft, you've practiced, and you've taken time to develop excellent skills. That's right. That's right. And as we, you know, you heard in my story um, how how God took me through that journey of uh, preparation in school and preparing me to be able to counsel and to be able to care for people, um, you know, in a practical way. Uh, so that I could also apply that to um, the pastoral care yes. that I was doing. So, I mean, it is so important that we do that uh, because we want to make more excellent what yes. God has given to us. Yes, that's good. That's good. Make more excellent what God has given to us. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. I think this is a perfect time uh, before we get into our listener questions, which is going to be a lot of fun. I think this is a perfect time. We always take a moment during our podcast episode 
to uh, say a prayer for our listeners, uh, you know, pertaining to the particular topic. So if you say a short prayer for our listeners, let's do it. Father God, thank you so much for blessing us and allowing us to have this time together today where we're discussing um, the gifts that you've given us, the natural gifts that you've given us, oh Father, and the abilities that you've given us to connect with this world and to impact the people around us, oh Lord. We thank you, oh Father, for um, people being able to identify what you've given them, oh Lord, and to be able to operate in them, to give them um, as gifts to other people, to this world, oh Father. We thank you and we praise you for allowing us to represent you and allowing us, oh God, to touch the world, oh Father, uh, with your glory. And we give you glory, oh Father, for allowing us, oh Father, to operate in the gifts that you've given us. In Jesus' name, we glorify you. We magnify you. We we love you with all of our heart, all of our mind, all of our strength, and all of our, our all of our might. And we want to uh, love our neighbors, oh Father, and care for them uh, just by doing what you've given us to do, uh, doing what you've placed on the inside of us to do in this world. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Well, let's get into our listener questions. Uh, before we ask those the questions that we have today, I want to remind everyone, if you have uh, some questions or specific questions you want us to uh, answer on the podcast, we want you to submit them to us. And you can do that really, really easy uh, by submitting the questions direct message on Facebook or Instagram at We Are The Coffees, Twitter as well, at We Are The Coffees. Or if you want to email us, you can email us at wearethecoffees at gmail.com. Again, that's wearethecoffees at gmail.com. And again, any other our social media platforms, it's always we are the coffees. All right. Yeah. We have a couple questions. Let's get into it. Okay. So uh, here's the first question. How do I know what my gifts are? So I think this is a great question because this is a question that uh, people wrestle with all the time. And so we kind of talked about it a little bit in this episode, but uh, to go even deeper, I think the first thing you have to do is, is to really pray. And when I say pray, I mean like really put in a request to God, like ask God, Lord, show me uh, what you've created me to do. Show me what my gifts are, you know? And a lot of times when that happens, God will actually give you an opportunity to do something. And then you will go on your own discovery mission of seeing what your gift is. So it's like God may answer your prayers by putting you in a position to operate in the gift that he's given you. But I think the first thing really is really talking to God because he's the one that created you and he's the one that gave you the gift. The second thing is, um, I believe that you have to put yourselves in position of for discovery. So that means you have to volunteer. So, you know, you have to volunteer and do things that maybe you're not getting paid for right now. Um, you have to uh, try new things uh, that maybe you haven't tried before. And also, sometimes you're operating in your gift. You just don't notice it True. because you don't value uh, the gift because you do it so easily. Right. But. There are people who couldn't do what you do. Mm-hmm. There are people who would love to be able to do what you do. You do it without sweating and they would sweat like crazy trying to do what you do. And so a lot of times you actually know what your gift is already. You just don't know what your gift is. It's like, <laughs> you know it, but you don't consider it a gift because you do it so easy, you know? That's so, good. uh, that, that's how I'd answer that one. That's good. You know what? Um, other people, 
can look at you and identify your gift. Yep. A lot of times, so easy, mm-hmm. you know, just like having conversations, you know, with people who know you very well or people who have known you for a long time, they can identify and show you a pattern of how you walk in your gift. Like sometimes when I go around my family, they're like, girl, you still got that smile. Yep. Oh, you still got that same beautiful Kool-Aid smile. And that's something I had never thought about. But when I think about it right now, I know that people throughout my life, for my whole life, have talked about my smile and the warmness of my smile and how they feel so good when they see me because of my smile. And I'm like, wow, thank you, Lord. You know? But that was something that was identified mm-hmm. by someone else. By someone else, yeah. Someone else who's being blessed by that particular gift. Yep. You know, so it's such a blessing. What's number two? So question number two is, how do I operate in my gift if people don't let me use it? That's a good question. Because so many people, they are, they have identified, should I say, their gift, but they feel like they're not given the opportunity. Right. Uh, the first thing I would say is this. Uh, don't stop working on your craft while you're preparing for your time. Like you got to prepare on the backside of the mountain. You got to prepare in silence, Mm. prepare behind the scenes so that you're ready when the opportunity comes. Like don't just, you know, uh, not work on your stuff before your time comes. So even if you don't have the opportunity right away or for some reason it's blocked for whatever reason, Um, you know, still work on it and prepare, like prepare every day. Like you're going to be able to walk in it the next day. So that's the first thing I would say. The second thing is this, um, don't get discouraged because there may be some wisdom behind God holding you back for a second Hmm. because he's getting ready to launch you into something really, really big. And he wants you to have the skills and the character to handle what he's getting ready to launch you into. You never want to get into something that your talent gets you into, but your character can't keep you in. So it's so important that you allow for God to develop you, make you, mold you, and set you into a good place so that you have everything you need to be able to not only have Mm -hmm. the talent and the skills to do it, but also the character to remain. The third thing is this. Sometimes when the opportunity doesn't come to you, you have to create your own opportunity. You have to set up your own platform and walk it out. Mm -hmm. If they won't hire you, start the business. If they don't like your idea, you be a trailblazer and begin to walk it out. If they don't like your style of music, you be the first to do that style of music. If they don't like the way you want to set business up with the music industry, create your own record label. Like you can do it. If the publishers don't like your book, start your own publishing company. Like, (laughs) like sometimes you got to be the one you got to, you know, it's like, you know what? We don't ride the wave. We, we created, created. right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we don't ride the way we create it. Like we like, okay, sometimes you got to launch out there and do it. You got to step out and do things. And sometimes you don't have a point of reference and that's how it's going to be. There was a time where there was no internet. Somebody had to believe that there would be internet. There was a time where there was no cell phones. You know, I remember using pagers and I remember using pay phones. There was a time we didn't have that. And I'm sure when some of the ideas were presented, people thought they were crazy. Yeah. They didn't think it was possible, you know. Uh, but now we got cars that don't even run on gas. Hmm. We have cars that run by electricity. Pretty soon we're going to have cars that are flying. As a matter of fact, we got cars right now that park themselves, that can drive by 
by themselves. There was a time where when somebody first presented the idea, people were like, no, that's not going to work. No, that's not possible. But somebody believed that they could do it and they didn't wait on the door to walk through. That's they it. built a house, built a door, made the key yeah. and walked through the door themselves. You know, and so that's the answer number two. You know, you didn't got me started. You didn't turn the key on me. <laughs> this is good. This has been good. This, this is, is so good. This has this been a great so, show. I believe that this is what God wants, you know? Yeah. He wants people to be to be free to understand that their gift is important mm-hmm. and that he gave it for them to use. He yeah. gave it for them to operate in and um yeah, absolutely. I hope some people are being set free as yes. they're listening to this. I hope they're being um just recharged and ready uh, to walk in what's on the inside of them yeah. so that they can be a blessing to other people because somebody is waiting for you to operate in and be all that you are. Yes, I agree. And I think for me, the biggest thing that I got out of even this discussion is a reminder that God is the one who gave me my gifts. And so the first thing I want to do is honor him. The second thing I want to do is um, honor other creation, you know, like yeah. I want to honor God and I want to serve other people with my gift. Um, we always tell people this, but it, it's, it, it means a lot to me now that our gift is not just about us. It's not, yeah. you know, we, we're not the focal point of our gift. Our gift is we're blessed to be a blessing to other people. And I think that is huge. Yeah. And we have to make sure we serve our purpose in this generation. Yeah. And I like the saying, um, if not now, then when? If not now, if, then when? If not you, then who? If not you, then who? Like, we can't keep on pushing back, pushing back, pushing back. This is what you do. This yes. is this is inside of you. Um, this is a part of who you are. And if you don't operate in it, then we're going to be missing out on that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, this has been good. Yeah. This has been good. This has been so good. We we hate to let you go, but we got to get out of here. <laughs> and you know what? Before we go, as always, we like to close out by letting you know uh, to make sure that wherever you listen to podcasts, to make sure you subscribe, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, make sure you subscribe to A Sip of Coffee. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And of course, give us a great rating. You know, even if it's your first episode, give us that five star rating or whatever the rating five is. Stars, right? five stars, five stars. <laughs> uh, lastly, please make sure you visit wearethecoffees.com. It's a great place to uh, get some quality resources that will help you grow in the areas of faith, family, fitness, and finance. We have an amazing empowerment membership coming up. So when you get to the website, you will be able to to get on the waiting list you do not want to miss getting on the waiting list you don't want to miss it secure your spot so when you visit wearethecoffees.com there'll be a link that pops up for you for you to just get on the waiting list and empowerment membership get on the squad yes get on the listen you need to get a membership it's going to be amazing like it's going to be life transforming to you you're going to have a, a private community and we can go on and on we won't get into it right now but Get on the waiting list, whatever you do. Again, visit wearethecoffees.com. And of course, coffee is spelled just like the drink. So I'll see you there. And as a matter of fact, we got to go because we've been on here too long. (laughs) See you guys (laughs) next time.